Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And guess what we're about ready to do again? An another great boardroom chat. Yes, we, we call it boardroom chats because that's where decisions are made. You know, for Jesse Duplantis mentioned the boardroom, we started there, but the thing got bigger and bigger, so we had to move to our own physical set. And right, and we're getting so many great testimonies from people all over the world that are being blessed and learning how to lead their lives based on the Word of God and seeing victory every day in their life. I want to ask you a question, Kathy. How long have you been saved? I've been saved since May of 1973. How many years is that? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Not too time. mathematical. <laughs> a long time. Do you think that you were separated in your mother's womb for such a time as this? I really do. I do. I didn't know that till years and years later. I know that now. Well, good. But, yeah. All right. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the crucified life. Mm. And in Galatians chapter 1, Paul was writing to the church of Galatia, and he says this in verse 15. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, mm. God's unmerited favor, to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. When you were called to preach the gospel, Kathy, uh, did you confer with flesh and blood? I actually did. <laughs> I remember telling you and feeling the calling, and I didn't uh -huh. understand what all that meant, but I knew that God was calling on me to, the to step into a higher level with him. What I'm saying is, is God is always ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Now, people have asked me over the years, and probably you many times, but I just how come you're so full of joy? <clears throat> it seemed like in, in the midst of the worst chaos, you, know, you come out singing or praising or whatever. Well... I'm crucified. I've been crucified with Christ. And I want to go with, I want to go with that today because that's some very familiar scripture to me. People hear me quote this all, all, all the time. And I want to read Galatians 2, verse 20. It says, I'm crucified with Christ. This is Paul writing to the church of Galatia. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, which means today, as you're watching this boardroom chat right now. Mm -hmm. He says, I live, by, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and he gave himself for me. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Kathy, I want you to read in the Amplified or Passion Translation, whichever you want. Galatians mm -hmm. chapter 1, verse 15 and 16 first. Okay. And then Galatians 2, 20. I want you to read Galatians 1 first. Verses 15 and 16. Can you do that? I'll read that in the Amplified. I have it okay. right here. It says, but when he who had chosen and set me apart, even before I was born, and had called me by his grace, his undeserved favor and blessing, saw fit and was pleased to reveal, unveil, disclose his son within me, so that I might proclaim him among the Gentiles, the non-Jewish world, as the glad tidings, the gospel. Immediately I did not confer with flesh and blood, did not consult or counsel with any frail mm. human being or communicate with anyone. Now that's amazing to me. See, people don't need to question your calling. If you've been called, you've been called by God, you don't need to confer any right. more than that other than knowing that you know the voice of God. Now would you uh, read Galatians 2.20 and Amplify it? Okay, if 220 you... says, I've been crucified with Christ. In him I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith 
in by adherence to and reliance on and complete trust in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. So, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I don't get discouraged or depressed, sometimes I get angry, but not discouraged or depressed or despondent, is because I've been separated in my mother's womb for such a time as this, for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I'm a pretty nice guy. I like people, and people seem to like me. The ones that don't like me is the ones that don't know me. <laughs> and, you know, persecution comes from all different forms in every area when you're called to preach this uncompromised word of God. And what I mean by uncompromised word of God is what Paul was saying, he's crucified with Christ. In other words, I'm going to say what Jesus said. Now, you see, a cruci- if you want to know you're crucified, do you only say what Jesus says, and do you only do what Jesus says to do? Mm-hmm. See, Jesus was like to his own father. He said, I only say what he tells me to say, and I only do what he tells me to do. Pretty simple. You see, in other words, not your will, but his will be done. He, he proved that in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but thine be done. Right. So he, he, what he did was actually approve the Pauline revelation that was going to be right, wrote years and years later. So true. Paul wasn't even born again then. He was Saul of Tarsus at that time. Now, when you understand this separation, it doesn't make no difference what people say about you. There's always somebody lying about me. I wish some people would tell the truth about me for once well, in my life. Well, I think life. a lot of them do. We tend to yes. center in on yeah. the ones who say the wrong. Yeah. And it's amazing if you do something good, they hate you. If you do something bad, they hate you. It doesn't make, make any difference, you know. And people say, does it bother? Well, sure, I'm human just like anybody else. But it doesn't, I made up my mind that I'm crucified with Christ, that they actually, they don't realize, but then they're going against the Christ that's in me by some, what they heard someone say that is simply not true. So when you're crucified with Christ, you know how to live when, where, and how in every area of your life. And so when, when these things begin to happen, and when I go to do something for God, the first thing I say is, Lord, I'm crucified with you. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Now, I like the King James Version better. He said, the life which I now live in the flesh, yeah. which means now. now. I like how he said it. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Do you know the amount of faith that Jesus had? Do you understand the magnitude of his faith and why he believed what he believed? Say, so he was the Son of God. Yeah, but no, at that time he called himself the Son of Man. He never called himself the Son of God. Right. And God called him the Son of God. Other people did, but yeah. he called himself the Son of Man because he had, to, he had to be what we were. He had to become what we were in order that we could become what he is. That's See what I'm good. saying? And when you understand that, so he was crucified from the minute he was born to his father. Yes. To do the will of his father. So, yeah. and, and, and I've had nowhere near the persecution Jesus did or Paul the apostle or the 12 apostles or any of, any of that thing. But, you know, you, you get a lot of what I call mental pressure. Uh, people are always saying this, saying that. They seem to know what you should do and they don't even know what they should do. <laughs> so they want to comment on what you should do. And that's just the craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life. So I made up my mind that I would live by the faith of the Son of God. So we believe the unbeliever. We gave me a wonderful, I say this all the time, Kathy said that the other day, because it's a great revelation to him. I believe the unbelievable. I receive the impossible because it's doable. Even when everything is not right. Even when everything is not, not going the way it is. Or in other words, let's say you're feeling bad. Well, I don't deny that, but by his stripes, I was healed. Right. So if he took my infirmity, why would I want it? If he bore my sickness, why should I have it? So I prefer to focus on the word. Why so much? Because I'm crucified with Christ, and I'm living by the faith of the Son of God, yeah. who loved me. That's pretty That's good. Right. And then he gave himself, and wherever there's love, there's a gift. Yeah. You can say that. That's just going to work. Who loved me, gave himself 
From, and I, he said, I do not frustrate God's unmerited favor or the grace of God. Grace, that's right. So when you understand that, when you understand who you are, when you understand where you're going to go, what you're going to do when you get there. Now, you do this every day by dealing with the word of God. This morning, I, we got up and I said, Kathy, uh, what you reading in the scripture? You were reading your Bible. You're doing your daily I devotion. It's in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts. Hey, so you can walk through the pages of Holy Writ is what I call it. In other words, you can, you can get into the book of Acts just like as you're reading it and ask God to reveal to you revelation or to go back in time, for a better way to say it, to, so you can understand what those men and women were going through. Right, and I was seeing how Paul had such an amazing calling on his life, even though he was raised up in the Jewish religion and he was like really a, an Orthodox Jew. He understood oh, the he law did. And, and acted on it. Very good but at it. He had encountered the risen Christ on the road to Damascus, and his life had a total turnaround. And he began doing what God wanted him to do, but a lot of the religious world didn't like it. They wanted to stick with the old way. Right. But God had a new way, a new message he wanted to get to the whole world, that it included everyone. That's right. And Jesus came in through the Jew, of course, but that was so that the whole world could know God well, personally. You can't have Christianity without Judaism. You got to understand about the Bible. This book is a book of two covenants, the old covenant and the new covenant. You have to understand that. And they both merged together. Now, let me show you something. Saul of Tarsus was a Pharisee of the tribe of Benjamin. That's so right. in other words, you can work for the church and be lost as a goose in the fog. Don't know God. I, I've never heard of a goose being lost in the fog. I've heard that all my life, yeah, that you, statement. That's a good statement. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I don't know. But think about it. There are a lot of people that actually work in the church, work for the church, that don't even know who God is, just like Saul of Tarsus was. Yet they may know the letter of their religion. Yeah. They may know that, that you know, uh, and they, they can be been homiletical or hermeneutical. Right, they can be very zealous yes. or passionate about oh, yes. being what they think, what they believe, even though they're wrong. But God still is trying to get the word to us, and he got the word to Paul. Him, Jesus himself came to Paul. Right. And, uh, but God, himself, he will come himself to us in right. his word. And that's what we want to reveal during our, our beautiful boardroom chats that we have. Praise to God. see that God is a good God. So you can be passionately wrong mm -hmm. and passionately right. You see, well, how do I know? How do I know which one? Well, you study the Word of God. You don't just read the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing, dividing the, the Word, word of, truth. of Truth, which means if you don't study, right. you can wrongly divide. Correct. You can be passionately wrong as well as passionately right. You know, people that even know they're right, they know what the Word says, they shrink back from declaring right. it because of what people may think. Paul Persecution. Could, Paul could have shrunk back because all of his crowd, basically the crowd he came from, wanted to shut him up, actually wanted to kill him for the words that he was speaking. And right. that was, that's really persecution. But uh, so back in that day, they, they had cancel culture. I mean, years ago, you called it peer pressure. Today, they call it cancel culture. All that is is the same stupid devil trying to shut down people from saying what God has really said. That's right. We're not going to be influenced by that. We're nope. going to be bold and say what God said, whether, like we used to say in Cajun land, whether it hair plats the devil or not. The hair plats you know what that means? And the hits just keep on coming. That's <laughs> how I but, you know, we're gonna, we would rather 
Answer, we answer to God, not to man. You might want to uh, explain to him hair plaits. Hair plaits, it's like braiding the devil's hair. I don't know. <laughs> it like sends him in the orbit. orbit. You know, so much has been going on around us, and it would be easy to shrink back. You know, it's easy to crawl in your cave and say what the world wants you to say, or even the religious world or the church world wants you to say. But you have to be true to your own self and speak yeah, what, you what you know you God is telling you to say, or you are worthless. You know, it's amazing to me. They got this... Uh, a wonderful lady. She's a black lady named Candace Owens. Oh, I love Boy, her. she, I want to tell you something. She is strong, and she's a black conservative, I think. That's what I heard. And, buddy, she will not blink because she believes in what she believes. So if you believe in something, you talk about it. You say it. One of the worst subjects, you, if you want to just hair plat the devil <laughs> and make him mad as a hornet, use the word prosperity. Oh, why? Because the minute you begin to understand prosperity, he begins to lose your money. But technically... Wait, let me yeah. say that. He begins to lose your money yeah. because everything he's got has been stolen from you. Well, all of that, even the word prosperity, comes back to the root of everything in the book of Genesis, which is really the blessing. That's right. God made... He created mankind and he gave them his blessing. And Satan has been je envious and Ooh, jealous, jealous of that from the very beginning. Well, he Adam got his kill. job. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Mm -hmm. He said, I gave, I gave Adam dominion of all the works of his hand. Oh. And that one time Lucifer was... In control here, but, but he, he lost, lost that. it. Yes, right. go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I just had to throw that in there. Brave, <laughs> that was good. But that was what it's all about. The blessing of God produces everything we need in this life, whether it be health, relationship, per, prosperity in our relationships, per, prosperity in our body, our finances, being able to be a blessing to others, which we were have been able to do because the Lord has brought that to us. But right. we share that. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand how important it is to believe God for the things we need in life, but it's not just for us. It's so that we can be a blessing. That was the promise he gave to Abraham. He says he looked for a man whose heart was after God. That's right. And he says uh, that he, because he knows him, he says, because I, he will train his children to the way, in the ways of the Lord that's so right. that God can bring his, that's a paraphrase of the, of the scripture, so that God could bring his good blessing back into the earth. That's always been God's plan. Bless his people. And when they, when they backed away from it right. or they that's failed, so he found a way to get back to them. That's why he sent Jesus to the earth. He found a way to get blessing <coughs> back to not just to, to the whole world, not just the Jewish yes. people, oh, yeah. the Jewish race, but to the whole of his creation. Well, that's why we say blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. All God ever wants to do in life is bless people. You know, I, I heard a preacher say that if God, if, if it wouldn't have been for sin, God would have never had a serious thought. <laughs> because if you think about this, this couple in the garden, notice there was no poverty. There was no sickness. Mm-hmm. There was no disease, no, no hatred, no, fear. no envy, no malice. There was something called obedience. Oh, yeah. You know, and watch this. Now, if all this stuff is so, if poverty is so wonderful, then why didn't you have it in the uh, garden? Come on. When the Bible says his will be done in earth as it is in heaven or on earth as it is in heaven, however you want to quote it. So I decided that I would live on earth. That's going to make somebody mad. I decided I'm going to live on earth like I, said, like I would live in heaven. So I studied the word of God and I found out the lifestyle of a person that lives in heaven. Pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. So I said, well, if, I can, if God says I can have that, what gives you the right to say I can't? Mm -hmm. And so many people say that. Well, I don't think you ought to have that. I didn't ask you. Now, don't get mad at me when I said that. I didn't ask you. You're the one that brought it up.
-hmm. See, I have a right to live, a right to live on earth, spiritually, physically, financially, every area you can think of, just like as if I'd be living in heaven. That came from Jesus Christ. And when he prayed the prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. And you know, when you speak those words to the devil, Ooh. it's like nails on a blackboard. Oh, he yeah. cannot he take it. Nuts. And that's why he's always trying to, in, to instigate other people or uh, undermine the message he, that you, God has given you know, Kathy, to us. Kathy's really a coward because he doesn't, he doesn't reveal himself. He uses people. See, principalities work through personalities. He ain't got enough guts to stand you and face you face to face. So he'll use a person to curse you. Yeah. He'll use a person to persecute you because he's insanely, he is insane and, and so corrupted with sin. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So he is an enemy of God. So if he's an enemy of God, he's got to be an enemy of me mm -hmm. because I'm created in his image and in his likeness. Now, I, I don't just challenge the devil. Hey, Mr. Devil, I, I don't do that kind of silliness, you know. Yeah. Because he's not a faith devil, he's a flesh devil. I don't deal with him in the flesh because he will destroy you. I deal with him in the spirit because, you see, he's spiritually dead and you're spiritually alive. That's what Paul was saying. When he was crucified with Christ, he became spiritually alive. Right. He said, nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Now, Christ that liveth in me. Now, he's talking about present-day person, Jesus, right. through the person of the Holy Spirit living in him. And the life which I now live, he's trying to tell this right now. I live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, now think about this. He says, so I do not frustrate the grace of God, for it is righteousness come by the law. Then Christ is dead in vain. So he just said these wonderful things to these people in Galatians. Galatians 2.20. 2.20-2.21. The next verse, he said, oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? I like when one man said, you dumb fish heads. What's, what's your problem? Hey, they go from ecstasy of Galatians 2.20 and 2.21, to complete idiots in the next verse of Galatians chapter 3. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? What, what are you doing? I just spoke to you a great revelation that'll keep you, that you can walk and live by the faith of the Son of God now, mm -hmm. not when you get to heaven and you're already twisted and turning. You see, and so many people do that. They come into church, they shout hallelujah, they walk out the church and they curse like a drunken sailor. <laughs> what happened? What happened between the steps into the church and the steps outside of the church? I'm going to tell you what it was. When you walked in, you wasn't crucified. Mm. And you walked out, you wasn't crucified. You're thinking in the natural. You're the way thinking you, in the natural. way of thinking. Right. What you mean. But see, you have to understand that you're a spirit housed in a soul and clothed in a body. So let me deal with the healing part of that for a minute. So let's say you're fighting a challenge here. Um, I don't know. You could be cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, crippling arthritis, infectious disorder, heart trouble. I don't could know. Could be COVID. You uh, could COVID, be all this kind of stuff. Now, how do we handle this. that? Well, the first thing to how to handle any sickness, you have to understand what the Word of God says about sickness. And what Jesus did, what answer did Jesus give for sickness? Well, by the stripes on his back, we were healed. So now watch it. All you people that are watching today, before you ever got sick, he had already made a plan and an answer for your healing. That's right. Yeah, but I heard people, and they were believing and died. Well, that's true in a lot of ways. But my point is, why did they die? See, you don't know what's really inside of a person. Someone can say something with their mouth and be totally different with their heart. 
You know, Satan comes as an angel of light. He will speak as an angel of light, but his heart is this just wicked and deceitful. You see what I'm saying? You got to know the difference. So when something tries to attack, attach itself to me or attack me, I go straight to the word. I go straight to my answer. And I bring my answer, for lack of a better way to say it, and just put it up in the front of myself and the front of Satan, that by Jesus Christ I am healed. Yeah, but you're sick. No, I'm healed. I'm not, I'm not denying that I'm having symptoms of sickness. I deny it's right to stay there, to keep there, to keep going. I just keep speaking the word of God. Right. And when you keep speaking the word of God, eventually the word of God will take over. Now, some people get it immediately. Why? Because their faith is immediate. But most people put their faith in the future. And it never was made for the future. It can create a future. It was made for the now. Well, this, and this is a very famous church statement. When the Lord get ready. Like as if you waiting on God. I mean, you talk about, you talk He's about pride. He's always been ready. He's been ready before. <laughs> My Lord. He actually made a plan of salvation before any of you were ever created. That's right. Before the foundation of he the was, world. A lamb led to the slaughter before right. the foundations of the earth. So you're going to tell me that you're waiting on God? You're living in a dream world. See what I'm saying? You see, you got to understand, he's so far ahead of you, mm -hmm. but yet he's right beside you. That's what Paul is saying. Then all of a sudden the Galatians start messing up like crazy with theology and uh, understanding and philosophy and all those different things. And he said, oh, foolish Galatians, I want you to read uh, chapter 3, verse 1 in the Amplified. Okay. Now, it gets, I, I, I don't know if, it is, if you have it in the Passion, too. I have too. it. Well, I, I don't know if you can it. get it or not. I can get it in the Passion. Well, get, if you can, I'll but do read the Amplified <laughs> <first>. <laughs> something. Listen to this. <laughs> oh, you poor and silly and thoughtless and unreflecting and senseless Galatians. Say that again. Oh, you what? Oh, you poor. And silly, silly, and thoughtless, thoughtless, and unreflecting. Uh, did you get it yet? <laughs> and senseless, and senseless. Galatians, My. who has fascinated or bewitched or cast a spell over you, unto whom right before your very eyes Jesus Christ the Messiah was openly and graphically set forth and portrayed as crucified. Now I'm gonna talk a little bit, but I want you to find that in the Passion translation. Now watch this. He said they're going from these wonderful words. To you silly individual, you thoughtless fool, <laughs> you dumb fish head, <laughs> you call it what you want. That's what Cajun call it, you're a dumb fish head. You know? <laughs> but why is it? I mean, it's, the most, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. They go, they go from one verse to another verse, just like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how quick, you see, because that's a person that's not crucified with Christ. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? They religiously brainwashed, like we've said many times, but not New Testament taught. Do you have it in the Passion Translation? Yeah, but the Amplified was better. It's, okay, we'll read the, the Passion. passion says, How about the message? Can you get the message one then? Okay. Yeah, do the message translation. Okay. I, I want you to understand this. I mean, you know, Paul, the Apostle Paul, you could not misunderstand him. He's pretty blunt. You know, he was just very blunt. If you had a pimple on your nose, he'd say, what is that bent on your nose? <laughs> you know, I use that as an example. Well, but I'm saying he was just up front, straight to the point, didn't make any difference. The Amplified is still more clear. Okay, what does it say? But they, uh, the Message Bible says, you crazy Galatians. <laughs> That's pretty good. You crazy Galatians. Did someone put a hex on you? <laughs> Have you taken leave of your senses? <laughs> Something crazy has happened. Stop for a minute. <laughs> Do you know some people like that? <laughs> just think for a minute. Do you know? I'm I'm a church people. Do you know some people like that? Read, read it again. You crazy. You crazy Galatians. <laughs> Did someone put a hex on you? Have you taken leave of your senses? Something crazy has happened for it's <laughs> obvious that you have no longer 
that you no longer have the crucified Jesus Ooh. in clear focus in your lives. His wow. sacrifice on the cross was certainly set before you clearly enough. Or another so they knew this yes. truth Ooh, and yes. they walked away from it. And here they were in a state. Isn't it wonderful that you, he, they had someone in their <laughs> life like Paul who could set them straight? I know that's what parents do. Their kids start going down the wrong path. They want to bring them back and, and let them know the truth. And as parents, we do that. Well, Amen. here as ministers of the gospel, we want to let you know you, God has a way of truth. He wants us to know the way and to stick with it. And don't be pulled off course just because you're worried about what other people That's may right. say or what people may think. Jesus is your answer no matter what the problem may See, be. See, when you understand the crucified life, mm -hmm. uh, I would like to, I would, my, my translation would be this. How dumb can you be when you have this wonderful revelation of grace, God's unmerited favor, hmm. that you can use the faith of the Son of God Good Lord, that Christ liveth in you, the hope of glory. Not only does he live in you, he gives you his name. My God. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? So when the persecution comes, no, you're not going to like it. Nobody does. Nobody likes, nobody likes all that kind of stuff. But if you think I'm going to give up this Christ, then you're living in a dream world. Mm. See, because I realized something that what he says is true. And I go all the way back before I couldn't remember myself when he separated me in my mother's womb for such a time as this for right. the gospel of the Lord Jesus right. Christ. Right. So when I go through things, like when I went through Hurricane Ida, uh, I was crucified with Christ. Was you afraid? No, not trying to man up and all that kind of stuff. I was exactly in the will of God where God wanted me to be because leaders don't leave. Now, that's not, I'm not against evacuation. They just say everybody would evacuate it in our church, uh, partners that in this area, then I'd have got out of here. But see, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'll be the first person to put this, my foot on this ground, and I'll be the last person to take my foot off this ground. That's what leaders do. See, that's what you have to do. I'm not bragging about that. Now, the reason why I know it instead of just believe it, because he separated me. How do you know that? Because I never wanted to be a preacher. I never thought of myself as a preacher. A lot of times, I still don't think of myself the way people think of me. Yeah. You know, and all those kinds of, I'm talking about the good ones. Yeah. And I definitely don't think well, of how people bad think about me because that's just, that's crazy. You know that song, crazy? <laughs> that song for a lot of them crazy people. Yeah. We had a district attorney say, they're, they're, Please <laughs> don't say I'm that. Not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not telling which district attorney. Well, I'm just saying just... I know a district attorney. They're all over the United States. He said, people... Crazy people on Facebook. They just get crazy. Now, well, there's some great people on Facebook, too. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with, with you telling people your opinion. But when you don't know something for sure, you shouldn't be repeating it because you don't know. You're just carrying on what someone else said. Yeah. And, you know, we've been in the ministry since 1978 full time. Yeah, well, 1976. Is when I 76 is when you first started preaching. That's I've been ministry. born again since I'm 1970, since 1973, you 1975. 74. And I'm 74. You're right. That's correct. That's correct. Oh, Thank you for Father, correcting help me. Jesus. Okay. It's good to have people in your, in your life <laughs> yes, that will yes, help I, you. I have a good mind. <laughs> <laughs> and so do I. Yes, you do. But, uh, <laughs> you saw that little shot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was a quick one, man. But we, <laughs> our message really hasn't changed. From no. the beginning, we've been speaking the same message, saying the same thing, finding the truth, just going deeper in it. But mm -hmm. it hasn't changed. We've been focused and going hard and strong since that And what that will we change to? Right. 
Well, I read this great testimony. I just want to read it today. It's okay. from Cass. Who? And her name is Cass, C-A-S-S, -S, okay. and it's from a boardroom chat on YouTube that she watched recently. Okay. And she says, I've been watching you since I could walk with my pawpaw. Oh, isn't that a blessing? He's passed now, but I still watch you. Thank you. God is good. I was an addict most of my life, mm. and I've been clean since Ju July 28, 2021. Oh, man. And God allowed me to find a church and a family that supports me. They follow God and accept me. I'm blessed. Isn't that Isn't wonderful? That, uh, now, that's a blessing. She followed me with her pawpaw. Uh-huh. Isn't and, that a blessing of and God? And now she's rude. Am I that old? <laughs> Yes, you are, but you're just a little over middle age because remember, you're going to live to 120. 120. In fact, 23, I, actually. I tell you what, we had to put a new roof on the house because uh, Ida took away 50% of the shingles. Now, watch it. The, uh, the contractor At said, now, Brother Jesse, I'm 72 years old right now at the time that you're hearing this. And uh, we believe that go to 120. That's Genesis 6 3, that the lifespan of a man's 120 years. So I'm just listening to him, and he says, I'll tell you, you'll never have to put another roof on this, on this building. I said, I th yeah, I, he said, it's a 40-year roof. I said, yeah, but I'll only be 112. <laughs> I said, I guess at 113, I'll have to put a new roof on the building, <laughs> you know, because we believe in God to go to 120. Now, people laugh at that. Yeah. And then we well, you'll never make it if you don't believe it. That's true. See, that's my point. You know, if you keep believing for healing, you're going to get healed. You are going to get healed because the death and life is in the power of your tongue. Not Satan's, not cancer, not diabetes, not heart. Uh-uh. It's what you say. And, and the Bible says, take no thought saying. So the minute you say a thought, it becomes yours. See what I'm saying? So you got to be real careful about it. Maybe we ought to do a boardroom chat on that. That would, be a, that would be a great statement. So this girl, Cass, said she was honest. She had problems with drugs. But she found a Most church. Most of her life. I don't know how old That treated she her like family. Mm -hmm. Ah. Isn't that something? In other words, evidently those are crucified people. We want to be and a you, blessing you to you help people to grow. I'm yes. Sure there are times where she had weakness and they helped her to, to stay on track Praise and God. love her, to let her know Amen. that God had a great life for her, a great future. Because yeah. when you've had that life of addiction, she, I'm sure she didn't want to go back to any of that, that torment no. that must have been with that life. Now, I, I'm going to be honest here. Sometimes I get very angry at some people. Sometimes. And, well, sometimes yeah. <laughs> and I want to think about the old Jesse. And I tell you, don't rehearse that. Yeah, I know that. Don't and you know that. what I do? You know what the Lord tells me? You're taking yourself off the cross. You're taking yourself off the cross because I want to come down that cross and slap a few people and, you know, and don't even mind going to jail for it. Might get some good rest. <laughs> you know, I've been running a lot all my life. You know, that's how stupid that is. But you see, that's the flesh. So when I begin to go, and when I can see myself reaching over to them nails, I'm going to pull one nail out of this thing, and I'm going to take this out, and I'm going to come down that cross, and a fight you want, a fight you're going to get. And God said, you can't do that oh. because my grace is sufficient. Don't frustrate it. That's right. See, That's so right. I said, yes, Lord. Because when I'm Jesus was on the cross, what did he say? Lord, forgive them. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they yeah. do. And often we'll say, Lord, I think they know what I they do. I think they know what they're doing, Jesus. I just thought I'd tell you, <laughs> they we, know what they're doing. But we have to always remember that <laughs> yes, no, in they this don't. world where they're under the influence of the devil, he's always trying to undermine what kind or of pull devils? people off <laughs> of God's message. There, there's so many classifications, principalities in one, powers, spiritual rulers, spiritual wickedness in it's high places. That's, I mean, that's some big boys there, see. Mm -hmm. But God gave you the power of attorney to use his name. Mm -hmm. Not only did he give it to you, he put his name on you and in you mm -hmm. so you can live in this life just like you would live in 
heaven. That's right. See, I was, was just a, thinking of another verse of scripture okay. back just a few pages back in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Paul talks about how uh, verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, huh. but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, Kathy, you read two verses. Read the verse above uh, casting down imagination. Verse, verse 2? Yeah. Verse 2, and uh, still again, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter uh -huh. 10. Watch this now. It says, but I beseech you that I may not be bold. I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think no, no, of us. Is that the right verse? No, that's you're not the about? right verse. The verse right above casting down imagination. Oh, I just read that. For the weapons of our warfare. Oh, I read I verse. No, read the verse above that. Verse 3 says, for, for though we walk in the flesh, right. we do not war after the that's flesh. That's where I want to get. Yeah. Oh, you weren't listening because yeah. I read that first. No, no. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. That's the right. crucified life. Uh -huh. A war not after the flesh. Do you know anybody that, does, that has total, taken their flesh total down? I haven't. I don't know anybody I like that. I can't say I have. And, and including me, I, I haven't either. But he said, I war not after the flesh. That, was that is one of the most powerful. See, that's more, that's more powerful than casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to obedience to Christ. A we, war not after the flesh. Now, brother, if that's not crucified, I don't know what is, you see. And that's why he wrote later on in, or at Galatia that I'm crucified with Christ because you're not warring with it. No. You know, I mean, it's just the earth suit that he soon will deliver or take it off and put on his real suit. Right. See, and when you understand that, that's what I'm talking about today. I believe some of you out there are wondering, it ain't easy being a Christian. It really isn't. No, it's not because, you see, this flesh is always hanging around. But if it's crucified, a dead man can't say nothing. Hmm. But if for some reason or another, we all like them Dracula movies where we <laughs> come out and bite a few people and jump back in the coffin. You know, you can't do that kind of stuff. You know, suck the blood out of somebody. You can't do those things, see? Yeah. Because that would be frustrating the grace of God. Right. Listen how the Message Bible <coughs> has uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, because it says, for we okay. born out of the flesh. It, this is so beautiful. It says... So true. It says, the world is unprincipled. It's dog-eat-dog dog out there. Mm. The world doesn't fight fair, but we don't live or fight our battles that way. Never have and never will. I like it. Dog-eat-dog. Dog. Man, dog that, eat dog. That's, that's a great translation there. Yeah. It's true. And so when you understand God's word completely, I find that most people's, well, all sin really comes from a word called selfishness. Mm. Self. Right. See? People are aggravated at me because uh, I'm a blessed man. They don't think I should be because they're not. Mm -hmm. But let me help everybody. If you do what I did, you'll be blessed. What did you do? I followed this book. Mm -hmm. I just took it line upon line, precept upon precept, and walk it out daily. Is it, is it easy? No, it's not easy at all. There's nothing easy. I find easy things go away from you pretty quick. But when you understand God's word in the fullness of that, then you can say what Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. That's not going to bother me. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, I live. Nevertheless, yet Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. You're talking to yourself now. I'm going to live by the faith of the Son of God. Who, who loved me? me? 
And then he gave himself for me. So I'm not going to frustrate that kind of grace. So today, devil, you already lost because I'm not yielding to your temptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes he got me. Well, now that's another scripture that says, there hath, no, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. I believe that's a Corinthian. Explain that to people. Which means Satan cannot use it if it's not common to you. Right. In other words, if it's not he can't use something against you that you don't already know about. He's so, restricted right. to So those why things. would you fall for something you already know about? Right. You already know that. Mm-hmm. So why would you go yield to that? When you're, see, that's what I mean. If it's not common to you, uh, then he can't use it. Think about that, see? So he's very restricted in what he uses against you, even in the flesh. Right. Because it has to be common to you, see? And if it, so why would you fall for such a thing? That's why Paul was saying, oh, foolish Galatians, useless, <laughs> you, know, right. you, know, you, you know, senseless, silly. What's the matter with you? Well, isn't it true, Jesse, that sometimes, too, we open the door for mm-hmm. Satan to come in and basically bomb our house out. We mm-hmm. give him access but because of maybe the things that we say or the way we act or our refusal to believe what God has already told us. Every and, argument me and you ever had is because Satan got involved in it. Bro. It wasn't me and you. He got involved in it, and either you listened or I listened, and we started an argument. Mm-hmm. And, and we had to rebuke, rebuke the devil and then rebuke each other and, and then and ask o- repentance from each other. Over the years, we've gotten wiser. So, yeah. I mean, there were many years where we, did, we weren't too wise. We were not too wise, <laughs> And we no. just kept letting the devil fill our mind or our hearts. We figured whoever could talk the loudest might win. Yeah, yeah, and you could talk pretty loud. Yeah, I could shout, boy. I tell you what. <laughs> Me too. But anyway, we've gotten wiser over the years and recognized the tactics of the devil, Amen. and we've sharpened up our, our senses so right. that we can discern between good and evil mm-hmm. and, and don't allow the devil to pull us in the wrong direction. In fact, sometimes I'm going in the wrong direction. Jesse is my anchor at those moments, and he helps me to get back in place. And the same thing for and him. Vice versa. I right. pull him back, and I say, well, you know, look at it this way. And but, God and, uses people in our lives to speak to us, mm-hmm. to help us to stay on track. Just like Cass was saying, yeah. she found a church, she found a family that supports us. We're to support each other. We're here today because we want to support you and let you Amen. know that we care about your life. We want you to succeed in life, to be Amen. healthy, to be strong with your relationships, to know that God loves you. Amen. to realize that you can go to the Word for any answer to any problem that you may be encountering. Let, let me show you how Satan can use something so silly. I might say something to Kathy, and I didn't say it loud enough. Not that she's hard to hear, and maybe I just said it low. And she'll go, what? What? And I go, what are you hollering me for? It automatically sparks something. Has that ever happened to you? You know it has happened to you. And it was an innocent. Maybe she just didn't hear. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You, know, you might have said it too low. Put it on yourself. What are you hollering at me for? And immediately, I mean, the fur, you know, looks like a cat. So what you need to do is turn the cat around and pet the fur down. Whoa, whoa. You see, yeah, there's a lot of times <laughs> that... Turn the cat around here. <laughs> that even not there. You know, you know, Hear that you know, little purr you know, sound. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm That's telling hilarious. you. And silly things like that. That, Remember that thing you used to say all the time about how women are like cat and yeah, cats women are like cats men and men are, like, are dogs. like dogs. That's a true. That is a great analogy. I mean, I mean, men are always like dogs. Always shouting. Women are like cats. And you know, you can you can you can pet a dog anytime you want, but you can't touch a cat. You want you go to touch a cat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You know. Now you see, you just have to go slow. Then after a while, when that cat comes up to you, mm, mm, then everything's okay. Now the poor dog. I mean, my God, the dog. He's just so excited. He saw you. A cat totally different. Like what? 
You want something? <laughs> you, look at, you can see that look like, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I saw something one time on YouTube. There was this dog sleeping, and the cat was actually on the sofa right behind it. And I guess the dog was just making too much noise. <laughs> now you can see the cat like, hey, I'm trying to get a nap here. I said, I can't. You saw it change its eyes. You might have seen it on your... She, she stands up. Just slap the fire at the dog. The dog go, like, what's your problem? Calm down, baby. <laughs> you know? So women are like cats and men are like dogs. That's the truth, boy. It's an analogy. You can't touch a cat till a cat's ready. <laughs> you don't do that. You, know? you can touch a dog anytime you want. <laughs> but not a cat. See, and there's a, are you a cat person or are you a dog person? You know, whatever, you know. Everybody's but so different. I guess everybody's so different. But, you know, such little small misunderstandings can blow up into a, a, a tsunami if yeah. you don't watch it, see. Yeah. And Satan says, well, we don't have to go to work today. We got them all stirred up. They're going to fight all day long. Yeah, and, and then yeah. I, God won't answer their prayers because they're That's in true. Dis discord, you know. Yeah, you can't do that. The Bible that. talks about how your prayers are hindered oh, yeah. when you're there's strife and when you're arguing. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So, I mean, it's just amazing. I don't know what, when, the other day, uh, Kathy, uh, as she gets older, I mean, I, I, she's become very aware of traffic. I mean, I can't get in the car. Why, why is that? Watch it. Like I said, good God, I see it coming. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> okay. The other day she couldn't talk. She goes, uh, uh, uh. I said, jump in the back seat. It'll come to you. Because <laughs> I knew she was going to. Watch this for I mean, they, I said, they're nine miles down the road. You understand? I think we're going to be changed well, by the time we get I'm there. at least I'm not talking to the other cars as though <laughs> well, I can to hear the cars. me. Hey, hey, where are you going? What you waiting on? Christmas? Come and, on. And the light's green. <laughs> I would just like a, a roll of duct tape at times like that. That's Where's a roll of duct tape yes. when you really need it? Yeah, but sometimes I can tell when <laughs> Kathy, see, when she's in her car and she, she ain't, she, you don't want to talk because her fuse is outside the window. Go ahead. Light it, sucker. <laughs> just go ahead and hey. strike the match. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> but anyway, you know, just thought I'd tell you all that for what it's worth. When you understand Lord, I'm crucified with Christ and I may be crucified after this boardroom chat, I don't we, know. We're not know. being foolish, are we? We're not. No, is it, is it <laughs> called foolish happen. jesting? We're just having fun. Yeah, we're having fun. So I want you to understand what Paul is saying today mm -hmm. in every area of your life, spiritually, physically, financially. Now think of this. You got born again. Now out of what? Well, we got 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet, and God chose you. He separated you from your mother's womb so that he could put his life inside of you. So you're not this, and you're not, I'm not much of nothing, but just, oh, yes, you are. You're everything God said you are. Mm -hmm. You may not feel that way. You may not even look that way. But as you study the Word of God, as you watch more boardroom chats, mm -hmm. as you get involved with our ministry in any way, shape, or form, all we're going to do is not tell you our opinions. We're going to tell you what the Word of God says. Then I might tell you what I, th uh, what I think about what the Word of God says, but you stick with the Word of God, see? So that's what I do every day of my life. I said, this is the only way. People say, how do you, how do you run this edifice? Well, <laughs> I remember my dad when he was alive, son, he said, I, I, I couldn't handle that. Man, you got man, the pressure of that thing. You have a lot of people working for you. That's a major payout. What they call that? Uh, would you have to pay everybody out? Uh, uh, payroll. Payroll, everything else, television. I mean, you're talking millions of dollars. How do you do that? And I said, it's very simple. Dad, he didn't ask me to pay for it. He asked me to believe for it. You've heard me say that so many times. One of the greatest statements I believe God ever gave me, see? So it's not me that does this. It's Christ in me that does it, see? So I don't frustrate the grace of God concerning those things. So I'm not going to be concerned about that because if I could do it, I would have done it 45 years ago. 
Right. I couldn't. But the Lord allowed me, and I learned from him right. certain things. He said, in the book of Isaiah, he said, I will teach you to profit. Now, if profit is wrong, why would why, God why teach you? Why would he be you? teaching you that? And right. How about Deuteronomy 8.18? Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So now, if wealth is wrong, why would God give you power to get it or intelligence to receive it? So why would anybody persecute me for what I have when God gave me the ability to get it? Well, I don't have it. Well, maybe he hadn't given you the ability to get it. Now, don't get mad at me because you're not living what this word says. You got jealousy, envy, and strife. And so it, it angers you. When all you got to do, it's just so simple. Snap of a finger. Get in line. Get on the railroad Turn track the in a sense. And, what's that? Turn the cat around. Turn the cat around. <laughs> Let the fur down, boy. Bless God. And the cat will start purring. You see, just that simple. Open your eyes. Yeah, just open your eyes. It's, it's so easy. It's so simple mm -hmm. that all these struggles in life can really go away when you know in whom you have believed. Not believing it, you know you believe it. And then you're persuaded mm -hmm. that he is able. You got to remember, you're never alone. He is there with you 24-7. See, all the time. And God will honor. You got another testimony we want to read? great testimony. Read some of those, man. I'm, I'm starting to preach here a little bit here. <laughs> Preaching so I great. like the crucified life. That's good. This is from uh, Diana. Good afternoon from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Atlanta says, hello, greetings and blessings. Today, you have surprised me. I received my letter sent to Macedonia. Oh. So a lot of people don't realize that we have a staff here that writes letters. Oh, people man. send us prayer requests. Uh, different questions, and, mm -hmm. and we'll answer. We'll send their we'll partner answer. letters sure. to them all over the world. We answer them. This is from Macedonia. Yeah, every day. So Kim says, it was a blessing to have seen you and Kathy in the Victory Thon. We had just oh, done that a few weeks back, last week, I think it was. Kimberly says, I keep sowing into good ground, expecting 100-fold. You know, a lot of people really love that 100-fold. We ought to do more of the teaching, teaching on the 100-fold. In fact, yeah. one of them, Wendell, says, I love you and Kathy. Thanks for the 100-fold message. I believe it with all my heart. I want a hundredfold in every area of my life Amen. so I can be a blessing to the house of God and to the people of God. I love you too. Thanks for being my mentors and your love, your partner, Wendell. Well, that's, that's, Hello, that's Wendell. the word of God. Wendell, that's just the word of God. Mm -hmm. I don't know why anybody want to fight that, but it is. What right, else you got? And then I saw this other one that says, Danielle says, Hi, Jesse and Kathy. Thank you so much for this. I understand now what Jesus meant by the hundredfold. I was really wondering about it the last couple of weeks. Mm. Amen. So God gives us many times exactly what people need for that week. And I believe that God has given you exactly what you need today Amen. to realize that even though you go through a lot of trouble, we should always rely on the faith of Jesus Christ, oh, God, that his yeah. faith is big use enough it. to live through us. Mm. And use of, it every day. And, you know, grace is something that's misunderstood a lot of times. But really, grace is something God supernaturally gives you to help you to walk through what he's called you to do. Right. And there's a grace on you to live your life, to walk in every promise Amen. or every... every uh, assignment that God gives you. But if I found out that if you complain and gripe about what God has called you to do or you second guess it, you lose out on the grace that God yeah, is yeah. ready to extend to you to help you to be victorious in that area. You, so, look at, you brought up a subject about grace. God didn't give you grace so you could sin more. See, a lot of people say, well, I got grace. I can do anything I want. No, you can't. 
You don't, I know, you, that's, I know that's you've heard preachers say grace. that. No, no, that's frustrating grace. No, no, he didn't give it so you could sin better. He gave you grace so you would sin less. So you can overcome. Overcome right, it completely until you, you get to a point like Jesus. that you walk like Christ. That's right. The hope of glory. So I hope good. you enjoyed today's uh, boardroom chat. I did, I, and I, I really did enjoy it. And I appreciate all the wonderful testimonies and oh, things yeah. that people send in. Also, writing in from Germany, Bahamas, yeah, my, South God, Korea, huh? Nigeria, Poland. Mm. Poland. Thank you for letting us oh. know where you're writing in yeah, from. Please let us know today on this one so we can mention your nation. Yeah. I, I want to thank all of you and all our partners and friends who help us so much to, to produce this show, to produce this. And so many other you know, things. All the do. different things you've done. You've done so many wonderful things. So you pray for us every day. You, you support this ministry financially in every area. And I thank you for it. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. That is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. We've been debt-free since 1982, and it's such a blessing of the Lord. If you want to know more about our ministry, you can go to our website, jdm.org, and just look it up and just, look, just go around there. Look at all that kind of stuff. And you'll be blessed if yes. you like it. And to we be have an app, a beautiful app. A JDM can, app? Yeah, and the boardroom chat is on the app now. We've Amen. been working on all this. We have a lot of great team Praise members who are helping us to get this going. So you can go to our, our app, which has no interruptions, and you can see anytime, 24-7, and watch a all yeah. of our content there. So I thank you for all you that support this ministry financially. And if you'd like to support it, you can. Listen, if you don't, don't, if you don't want to, don't, please. Still keep watching. You don't have to. You understand what I'm saying? But if you'd like to, you can, you can use our JDM.org if you want to give that way. Or you can use PayPal if you want to do that. And like I say, 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. And I tell you what, the more money we receive, the more we preach the gospel. Now, some people want to take that out of context and say, he's doing that so I can get money. I don't touch your money. I mean, if I did what most people said I did on, on YouTube or some of these crazy people, I'd be in jail, man. Yeah. My God, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, but that's, that, that's just not true. But I don't know. Maybe they just want to say what they got to say. But since I'm crucified with Christ, uh, I ain't going to hurt them. I'm just going to go on about my business and take care of that. So thank you for supporting this ministry. And let me say this again. If you don't want to give to it, don't. Please, please, I still watch. Be blessed. But and if you want just, to, do. That's I don't all think you a do. lot of people realize that when they are partners, they're part of what we're called to do. Anointing of increase. Which is called reaching people and changing lives one, one soul at a time. time. That's our main vision that we keep yeah. focused on. And so we're do, we can't do it alone. We do it because our partners share this vision with us. Amen. And, and uh, because of you, many people's lives are being changed. Like this one that we just read earlier, Cass, how she got totally delivered. She was Amen. an addict. She's That's watching, what we do. She's still watching, and I believe that she's being encouraged to stick with the Lord, stick with the Word of God, and live out her faith in well, Jesus. I, I had this told to me yesterday by a pastor and his wife. Since I've been hanging around you, my God, man, that anointing of increase is on you, is on us. Yes, it's on me. Everything I touch prospers, even in the midst of tragedy. And I'm not bragging about that. God trusts me. I hope you trust me. People say, how, 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 do, you, how do you get partners? Well, I trust you. You trust me, and we both trust God. Yeah, it's pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah, and that's it's what all it's all about, about getting the message out because Amen. we that's want it. Jesus to return to the earth. Sure, He says, "When the gospel is preached in the whole earth, then shall He come." Yeah, the so we're come. under assignment to get the gospel out onto every available voice, whatever He's called us to do. Not just us; people, are, yeah, other, other ministries, great ministries, other churches too. are doing it as all. As well, we have one assignment is to get the message of the gospel out to the whole world. And it takes finances to do oh, that. It takes and a lot of money. Thank you for helping us and being a part of it. I wish, doing it together. I wish it wouldn't. I, I wish it wouldn't be expensive, God. I wish the cameras weren't expensive, the lights, the studios. But if you're going to do this, 
You got to have it. That's just the way it is. And it's worth it. So thanks for watching today. You're Until worth. next time, this is Jesse and Kathy said, thank you for watching our boardroom chat. See you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.